All right. So we are recording. Um, I just have a couple of like general observations about your chart. And you can tell me as we move through this, you I'll stop and ask, you know, how's it landing? Is this all true for you? And of course, at any time you can break in and say, hey, I have this question. Great. Um, so I noticed that most of your planets are below the horizon. Oh. Um, which isn't bad. It's just most of mine are scattered evenly everywhere. Everyone has different things. So below the horizon typically would mean that you like to do things behind the scenes. You like to be the producer. But like I mean, you and you seem kind of extroverted. So tell me, how's that landing for you? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would say I like, yes, yes. Like when I was a little kid, like I would be the one directing like the video, you know, we had like the actual, mm -hmm. like I would be the director. I would tell everybody what to do. And like, definitely I'm, I'm the coordinator. I'm the organizer. Um, I definitely play that role for my family and my friends. Like I'm the one that like, if we actually want to do something, like I'm the one that actually orchestrates it and like initiates it and like follows it through and gets it done. So I'd say that definitely lands true. And I also love to be the star of the show and in front of a camera. <laughs> it's like, I get the in front of the camera vibes from me like right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's interesting. Uh yeah. so I'm, I'm my natural gifts. Yeah. Orchestrator, coordinator, organizer planner all the way and I l love to be the star <laughs> that makes sense I'm looking at some of the places where organization like rains in heavy on Virgo and in Capricorn and uh you've got a lot going on in Capricorn so we'll get there later good um but that you definitely do it for friends and family and kind of and I would say maybe even in community mm. part of any organization mm -hmm. Virgo is 11th house that's exactly what's showing up there so totally makes sense um we're gonna go through purpose and then um hopefully souls work but sometimes i get distracted by other things in your chart that i just decide we're gonna talk about so let's, let's start the journey um <laughs> we're um our your purpose hold on need some water is um, your rising, your moon, your sun, and your mercury. So your rising's here in Scorpio. <coughs> Scorpio is how people see you. And as I was looking at your chart earlier, I'm like, ooh, I have some guesses on what she does, but I'll be very interested to see what she actually does. But Scorpio is how people see you. Um, that's, that's your rising. Your moon's here in Libra. Um, your sun and mercury's over here in Taurus. So again, it's a really, I like that um, you have some synergy working between your sun and Mercury and Taurus and Scorpio because they're opposite each other on the chart. So I really actually like that synergy. That means it kind of builds, to me it builds to a crescendo because it's constantly, there's a lot of um, movement in there. So when we talk about <clears throat> your purpose, um, Scorpio can mean a couple of different things. So it's kind of depending on where you are in the, in the range of Scorpio. Scorpio is always about research. It's always about diving deep. That deep dive can be um, somewhat academic. It can be uh, somewhat esoteric, right? 
So that's what I thought. <laughs> there's other things that led me to that second one. Exactly. Uh, so there's a that that pure deep dive that's going in there, um, but that also gets built out by Torres. Taurus being your son, so you probably think when you look up your um, horoscope, you're always looking at Taurus because that's, you know, what we're talking about. I would suggest you also take a long look at Scorpio when you're doing things like that. Um, but Scorpio, I'm sorry, Taurus, over there in your seventh house of partnerships, um, has to do with going out and you will work and you will get it done. Right, you have the ability to start and to follow through. And when you're working, you're working, and when you're playing, you're luxuriating. So, <laughs> it's, like, um, it's that desire to work hard, play hard. Um, and and when I say play hard, I, I don't mean that you you're an adrenaline junkie. That would be more of what I would see maybe Aries doing, but more of uh, play hard by just chillaxing in the best way possible. Whether that's spa treatments or really nice linens, all of that kind of stuff that just texturally feels really good. Um, so let me see. And then we're bringing in Libra, which is kind of that same energy because Taurus and Libra are, are ruled by Venus. Mm. That kind of Venusian energy. Mm. There, you've got it in two places here. And with your purpose. So really it's about things that are beautiful, things that are luxurious. But whereas that might all be kind of here on the surface, it's bringing that beauty and luxuriousness down in a deeper level mixed with the spiritual. Mm -hmm. A very interesting um, a way to play um, during this life. It's a very interesting way to play. And I see just a lot of collaborations, partnerships. And even when you're working with your clients, I'm assuming you have clients, you're in partnership. Mm. It's, it's not a, um, I don't want to say this because there's something else here in your second house, but it's not so much that it's, I'm here and you're here. It's and not hierarchical. Yeah. It's not like that at all. It's like, we're learning from each other. I may be a few steps ahead of you in some places and you are in others. Right. Yeah. So, um, that's really, um, that's beautiful. Really beautiful. What, what do you do? Um, so I have started a business. I am a body compassion coach. I teach women how to cultivate a compassionate relationship with their body and feel beautiful just mm -hmm. as they are. Like, that's my tagline. Feel fucking beautiful just as you are. Um, I think I remember reading that, I think, on Instagram. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So that's sort of, that's what, right now I'm also, I'm a recruiter. That's my full-time gig while mm -hmm. I'm trying to get my business off the ground and running. Um, so that's sort of, I was in education for like five years. I was a, um, worked at an all girls Catholic school. Um, the director of mission ministry, I oversaw of the retreats, the liturgies, service projects. Um, yeah. And then I was just done living in Massachusetts and done being underpaid, undervalued, overworked. 
Um, so got into recruiting, which is, it's like, fine, it's paying the bills and it's, you know, I can do it. Um, but I'm really trying to shift a lot of my energy and focus into my business. Um, yeah. And creating programs. And like you said, collaboration, I've tried one-on-one coaching and like, I can do it and I'm not like bad at it, but I just prefer and love like the group coaching environment and creating that community among women and really creating this like mindset shift around like how we view and interact with our physical form. Because for Mm -hmm. me, the spirituality is so integrated into our physicality and that has been so separated for such a long time. So I'm really trying to integrate those pieces um, to, yeah, to shift women, you know, from all of this negative self-loathing body hate into, you know, love and acceptance and compassion. We're going to, well, this is wonderful. Okay. So I'm really curious because you talked a lot about self-image. So I'm curious, um, where, where Aries is going to lie. And of course it's in the sixth house, which is about wellness. (laughs) I'm a health coach. I'm a yoga instructor. Like just name it. (laughs) I've read it. I love it. I'm all about the health and wellness. Of course, it's there, and 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 of course, it doesn't surprise me. Your parts fortunes there, which is like where you have your own model, like your internal fulfillment is around Aries in the sixth house. Just not only being well, but helping others be well, be true to themselves. So yeah, that's so beautiful. There's there's much more going on there, but I'm gonna leave that for a moment because you talked about creating community. And so I just, I want to jump to the areas that you spoke about. So that creating community, it shows up kind of two places in the chart, but the one place where it's like you creating your own community, um, where you're kind of the mama bear, cancer actually um, kind of rules the fourth house. And so that cancerian energy actually here is being melded with Aquarius. If you already know that Aquarius... (laughs) is about community Mm. it surprised me that it's there and actually this is what's interesting to me about aquarius being there in your fourth house and it being not necessarily one-on-one but like this this mass of people which is what we see and aquarius is a lot about philanthropy and cause right um forming a cause but in this case your group that you're forming is its own cause Mm. because of its placement. But what's also placed in there, um, which was a surprising point for me, but actually, yeah, it makes sense, is your true north node. Your true north node is your growth edge. Mm. It's that, that if you're thinking of hiking up a mountain, it's when you reach the summit. And as you reach the summit, then things start to really flow. Just like I said, there's a lot of synergy between Scorpio and Torres, um, as we're, we're looking at your purpose, when I'm looking at your North Node, you're going to find synergy between Aquarius and Leo. So Leo is where you're naturally coming from. That's why you're such a bright and shining person, <laughs> right? That's why being the center of attention isn't that big a deal. Leo's in your 10th house. Um, in fact, that's where it starts. And when you talk about personal brand, Leo is front and center there, right? Mm-hmm. So big, bold, creative, um, not only loves to be adored, but loves adoring other people and lifting them up. Like that's all that beautiful Leo energy. That should be your personal brand moving forward. 
Mm. Touch up Virgo. <laughs> Virgo's over here too. Virgo's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put some order to this, which is fine because what do you bring to things? Order out of chaos. You do that naturally. So all has to be intermixed in your personal brand. So that's how you're presenting yourself. Now, the reason I bring up Leo, like I said, it's opposite of Aquarius. So that's your south node. It's what comes natural to you. All those Leo qualities. The Aquarius part of it, the being in a group, is in, and we talked about this. So you might have already started to hit that summit already, that you realize it's not about hierarchy. It's not about people looking to you. It's about y'all being on equal footing and seeing the best of one another as you're working with people. And that's what that growth edge for your true north node is. Mm. That's what it's doing there in Aquarius. It's like, all right, I'm bringing all this individualness into this group, this cause. And in this cause, I need to see the beauty of the individualness of everyone and then bring it together so we're of one mind. Mm. Instead of leading <laughs> you're coming together mm. oh, i love that that makes so much sense and that actually like i feel like such a weight lifted off of me like hearing that oh good good i'm so glad it's for some people that's hard to wrap mm. that um you're not the center of attention <laughs> but you're bringing your gifts in and now that cause Mm. that that community that's built is the center of attention so it's it's a interesting distinction because how you're getting your people in how you're showing up is the center of attention mm -hmm. um but that could also mean that you could bring that celebrity so to speak over to the cause so that it gets recognition that's another way to use once you've hit that summit to start then really using that synergy of that Leo quality to bring more attention to the cause once that's all cemented in that thing there. I'm doing it backwards. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's really nice. Now, over also in your fourth house, because we've already talked about Aquarius and we're here anyway um, with community, you're also looking at it being highly spiritual, obviously, right? That, that's what Pisces is there for, to, that reminder. It's not just community about anything. It's it's a spiritual community. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So that is a beautiful thing. So let me take some water, a sip of water. Let yeah. me know where your mind is right now. What are you thinking? Yeah, no, I mean, it's like I have all these pieces, but I'm not putting them together in the right way. Like, or, in, or not, in the, I don't want to say right, but like in the way that is most beneficial for me to succeed. Like, it's like I have like, I have the ideas. I have like the foundation. I have the tools. Like I have the ability and the natural gifts and I'm not seeing like any traction with my business. And I'm like, I just don't, you know, I'm sort of like, I'm stuck at like, I don't know like what, how to, you know, so it just sounds like I'm just not fitting the puzzle pieces together in a way that's most <laughs> beneficial for me. Well, let's look, let's look some more, because if you said that it's just not quite getting traction, maybe you're trying to talk to the wrong folks. Mm. I mean, sometimes we're fishing in the place and our bait isn't what they want. Mm. So let's, let's take a look there. That might be a really good place. And maybe I'll get back to soul's work later. 
<laughs> I do want to get back to that at some point, though. Okay. <laughs> I want to get back to that. So, but let's start here. Um, your 12th house is what I call your divine client archetype. So that's in Libra with a little bit of Scorpio. So when I say that, it doesn't mean that you're looking for people who are Libra rising or Libra sunshine, that it's Libra-like qualities. Mm. Um, so I like, but the way I describe Libra is the hostess with the mostess, right? They bring everybody together, we break bread together, and therefore we can start seeing how we're all alike at some level, right? They're, they're the diplomats. Um, they will always root for the underdog. But they, they you know, there's, there's a reason they have scales. They're looking for things to come into balance. And so, and they're about beauty because that Venetian energy, right? So those are kind of feel like your Libra qualities. And there's a smidge, a Scorpio in there, right? As Scorpio coming back up to Libra saying, hey, this is what the research shows. <laughs> These are some of the deep dives that you can take into your party so that you can just hit on the right things and so people can see what they need to see. Um, that's who your client is. You'd want to research some of the, I've probably given you the nicer sides of Libra. Libra has some ugly sides too, right? And it's, it's just human nature. We really identify with the ugly sides internally, right? So if you, if you're marketing and you market and you put in some of the nice stuff, you definitely make some paint points to give out the pain of Libra. They're willing much more like, oh yeah, that's me. I don't like to speak about that, but that's me. <laughs> um, that's gonna help them find you. Um, but it's also important to remember as you're kind of marketing out there how they see you. They see you as Scorpio. So mm. see you as this kind of um, uh, researcher into things that are esoteric, right? They, that's what they see. Um, mm, I didn't speak about your Pluto in the first house at all. No, give me a moment. Your Pluto there is saying, wow, okay, I just talked to someone else who had this too. Your Pluto there is really about spiritual teachers don't have to look and behave a certain way. Mm. Right? Uh, we have a stereotype going on. Um, the same way that researchers don't have to grab the research all the same way. We do have a scientific method. And we do have certain things if we're doing social research. These are the guidelines. This is what you should follow. But those molds are being broken. New ideas are merging forward. Um, we're breaking stereotypes. So for you, it's about breaking stereotypes. So you're going to do it kind of your own way and show spirituality a little differently. You're not the stereotype. You're not the sage on the stage. Kind of like what we're talking where it's more egalitarian. Yeah, you're not the sage on the stage. That's not who you want to be, even though, even though I have another piece for you in a second. So, <laughs> but that's not how you're presenting. I think that's probably the more important thing. Um, and we, did I already talk to you about your dark moon Lilith? I don't know what that is. Okay. Then we haven't because you, you would probably remember me saying something. 
Oh my gosh, so your Dark Moon Lilith is also showing up in your first house, which it's kind of the same thing. Um, you have a strong spiritual connection. The Dark Moon Lilith is probably something that you have or are suppressing. Oh, good. <laughs> and so it could be at this point you're coming out of suppression because you've already started your journey. But it's kind of this idea, I'm sorry, um, of you have this gift that's deeply transformative and deeply psychic. Mm. And people see that, even if you're suppressing it. Mm. Okay? People still see that in you, and that's what they want out of you. So if you're wondering, what do these kind of Libra with a pinch of Scorpio people want? They see you as deeply spiritual, deeply psychic, and they want that. They want to find someone who's going to help them. Um, pull those gifts out of themselves. Right? Um, this could also mean that you're able, if you're so interested, to talk to people who have crossed over. Like you have a very, very deep connection spiritually. It doesn't mean that you should or will, but the option is there as that's the path you choose to go. Does that make sense? I just mm -hmm. I want to throw that out there because it's like. No, I literally just got chills over my entire body. <laughs> like this, this is something I need to say, but I don't know how this is going to land, so. Oh, yeah, no, it landed. <laughs> um, and then as we move, a look, so we're, just keep in mind, this is what those people are looking for. So if you're going to go out there, you're going to throw out a freebie. You're going to um, put together a program. You have to meet them where they are. Mm. They're trying to connect. They're, they're wanting to go on this journey. Um, and they, they, they need support. Because can you imagine um, hearing things and thinking that you're mentally ill, that you, you see things or you have visions and you think, I'm, I'm, I'm going crazy. Some of that is what's going on with the people that you're called to serve. Like they're already exhibiting some of these things and they, they don't know how to name it or um, their culture or religion has, has told them that those things are wrong. Mm -hmm. And and so it's it's coming through all of that so they don't spiral into something ugly. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so moving along here, let's look at your second house, which is how you make money. <laughs> Help me. Help me. <laughs> but that's why I spent so much time on how do they see you and what do they see in you that they need? Because you need to know that because it might be like, you're like, well, that's just the beginning of what I do. What else? Right. Mm. That's what they need so they can come in. Mm. So you can take them on this journey. I love that Sagittarius is here in your second house. Sagittarius. This is why I said, we'll put a pin on the egalitarian part. Sagittarius is the master teacher. 
Sagittarius is that one who likes to go on adventures, whether they're external by traveling or internal spiritually, usually both, because they're bringing back truths and sharing them in such a way that people understand. So in a way that kind of gives you this kind of sage on the stage thing that you're, that you're kind of fighting against. Um, but I think that you have a really good sense about it, that you know that, okay, that's what it is, because I am sharing these truths. It doesn't make me better. It just makes it to where I've had the opportunity to go out and find these things and bring them back. Right? And that's how you make your money. You're sharing those truths. Um, you have a smidge of Capricorn in there. Capricorn is about empire building. I can't believe how many kind of empire building, building things I've gone through recently with people. I think I'm starting to see a trend. Um, <laughs> Taking it over! <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't mean multinational corporation or anything like that. But it means that those truths that you're sharing... Uh, not only are they in the second house while making money, but they're in the empire building piece as well. So as long as, um, no, I don't want to say it that way. What's, what's your opposite here? Okay, there we go. That makes sense. Okay, so let, let me say this in another way. Your vertex is in Gemini, which is like a gateway. Okay. And that's what's coming up opposite of your um, Sagittarius. So it means, yes, you're teaching. So I'm trying to figure out how I, I'm just trying to think about this. Um, they're always bringing forth facts. We spoke about that. Um, okay. I think the only thing that may come up your gate is that you're bringing forth things that are facts that may not be seen as facts. Mm. If, if there's any pushback, you're bringing forth the evidence. Some will be anecdotal, some will be spiritual. And you're presenting those things as facts, which might be, um, I don't want to say this. Don't get suckered into having debates with people who don't get it. Got it. Done. <laughs> right? Um, uh, uh, oh, you'll understand this. Don't sow pearls before swine. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're going to leave that right there. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, that's like, because you can just get stuck. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing. So you're shedding away all that stuff, shedding away all that opinion, sharing, shedding away the people who are just naysayers to be almost as if they want to sow doubt in you, mm -hmm. right? So don't, don't let that happen to you. All right. Um, questions. Oh my gosh. That was, I know. Phenomenal. My God, I'm so excited. Yeah, I think uh, questions. Um, what was the sole purpose thing? I just wanted. Oh to my God! Let's 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 um, purpose or soul's work. Which one did you want? Uh, soul's work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go there. <laughs> let's go there. Okay, we're gonna look at your rising. We're gonna look at your Chiron, and your Chiron is in Cancer. Not a surprise. Um, and your North Node, which we kind of discussed already, which is in Aquarius. So let's let's jump over to. Um, 
your Chiron, which we haven't discussed. It's up here in Cancer in the ninth house. Um, ninth house is traditionally ruled by Sagittarius, right? The master teacher traveler. Um, it's nice to have that synergy with um, Cancer in there. Cancer along with Scorpio, along with Pisces, they're all very deeply psychic, right? And so, um, and remind me to talk about your Jupiter just as an aside. But um, your Chiron here, it, it typically exposes where there's a wounding. So there could be a wounding. Cancer is also the mom of the Zodiac. As Capricorn's a dad, Cancer is the mom. So there could be a wounding around being mothered or nurtured. Mm -hmm. There could be a, a wounding around being disconnected spiritually. So disconnected spiritually. It's both. It's both. I healed the mother. Both, both. I, I healed the mother wound. That one was this past year. I figured that one out. <laughs> Working on the other one right now. <laughs> yeah, that 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 spiritual disconnection, that that was a wound for me too. So I totally get it. Um that is your chiron. So what happens there is it's something you're trying to heal. Chiron, if you look chiron up in mythology, is the wounded healer. He, um, great intellect, knew a lot of things, shared a lot of things, suffered a, a wound that would not heal, and could heal himself. Could heal anyone else, could not heal himself. So having your Chiron there would mean that this is a place where you will spend time healing yourself and understanding that journey, but also helping others heal themselves in the same way and seeing the healing actually happen in them whereas it might never feel you yourself will be healed mm. so you will feel that that um let's say with the spiritual connection you'll feel the spiritual connection coming back together it'll be deepened and deepened and deepened because you can't help it you have the scorpio rising it's gonna and you'll know there you'll always know there's another level to Right, it could always be deeper, it could always be firmer. Um, and that's that journey of having your Chiron there. Um, cancer, as for the, the healing the mom, though, like maybe 10 years from now, another level will come up, right? <laughs> Something else is going to come up with mom to be healed, you know? Right? <laughs> no, what one of my I had a Reiki practitioner, I, I work with her, and um. In, in a past life, my mother was like my enemy and it's like one of my karmic like relationships to heal. And yeah, we got through the first part. So. It's a many layered thing yeah. with, with uh, relatives. I don't know why. <laughs> There's something about, well, where's your, okay, your, your moon is in Libra, so we will get there. There's something about healing ancestral or, um, oh my gosh, I lost my word. Well, we'll just call it ancestral, um, generational, mm. right? Trying to heal those things. So let's, let's, let me finish with soul's purpose. And I'm going to jump over to your moon. Um, your soul's work. Sorry. Um, we talked now about Chiron and how you can see how that plays and what it, it you need to do during this lifetime. And then when you bring that in, you already have, then you're rising the ability to go deeper and deeper and deeper and heal more and more layers of it. 
Um, and then what am I missing? Your North Node. Oh, yeah. And then being able to <laughs> meld into the group. Mm. Right? And bring that cause forward. Bringing, oh my God, honey, forming your own family. Mm-hmm. Forming your own family. So, what do I mean by that? There's, it's just, it, it just came in. So, give me a second. Okay. Take your time. So, when you are, there's this cause, right, that you're building. It's, it's a, a group of people. It's got a very huge spiritual underpinning in it. And you're going to shine spotlight on that with your Leo as that thing is building out. And that's beautiful. But also in there, what I just got was you're also forming your own family. Instead of having, we all have a biological family. Mm-hmm. And, and what it's saying is you're going to have a very strong found family support. Mm-hmm. And you'll be, it's kind of like when you think about, um, even in a cause, there's this big group of people and then there's this core group. Mm-hmm. Um, and that core group is highly supportive to one another. That's like the found family. Mm. Mm. And they're very highly spiritual. So it's like elders. Doesn't mean they're old. Um, <laughs> think of people, elders are older. I'm not saying these people are older. I'm saying it's um, what I'm seeing almost and it's you could be in any position in this, but I'm seeing like the one person in the middle, the group of people riding, holding up and sharing their energy and pulling it forward. And you could be the person in the middle, you could be on the person on the outside in any case, but there's that core group that raises the energy and supports one another and then supports the larger cause. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Okay. I've never wanted to do this by myself ever. Oh, <laughs> that's good because the, the support is there. <laughs> it's pulling the people together. Support is there. That's your soul's work. Fascinating. That that's the soul's work. So that's beautiful. <laughs> that's amazing. Thank you so much, Africa. I can't believe. Wow, that was like so powerful. I'm like just like. Yeah. Like I got to tap into my psychic power. <laughs> tap into it. You got to tap in. You got to tap in. I didn't even realize that. We kind of went beyond time, but um I wanted to point out one thing cuz we talked about wounding really quickly and I I want to point this out. Um so think of any other questions you have while I'm pointing this out. Um you talked about working out your karma with your mom like in the past like your mom was your enemy. The 12th house is also about your karma. So as you work through your karma by helping those people who represent that 12th house energy that we talked about in Libra, your moon is also there. Your moon can also point to where there is an ancestral wound. It's something to look at, whether it's around um, concepts of beauty, which is really what I'm getting. Um... Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Something around concepts of beauty and um, justice. 
Yes. That's what I'm trying to do. Literally trying to do that. That's literally like my whole point of like doing this is to create a cultural shift where like women aren't absorbing. I should hate myself, but rather like I'm okay the way that I am. And that's, that's dealing with that wounding. Wow. Fascinating. You have a beautiful chart and it was so much fun. Thank you. This was amazing. Thank you so much for doing this with me. This was, um, you are so gifted. So, so gifted. Um, I got so much out of this and I just want to appreciate you for taking the time to speak with me and help me work through some of this stuff. Like so, so good. You have a lot here, honey. I'm excited for you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm.